A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This episode is sponsored by R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice, a welcome addition to anyone's sleep routine. Pace Case, if you know me, and you do, Mm-hmm. You know that I'm working all hours of the day, all hours of the night. Mm -hmm. So the sleep that I do get has to be very good sleep. And I'm always looking for ways to up my sleep routine. Sometimes I'll read a book to go to sleep. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I'll- I'll, The Bachelor? uh, That book keeps me very awake. It's very engaging. That never puts me to sleep. Mm. I will sometimes just put down my cell phone after a long day of looking at a screen. It's nice to get some time away from the screen. I also will incorporate some R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice. It truly makes you go to sleep a little easier. It's the thing you need to help you drift off into the dreamland. Mm. As more and more people are looking to prioritize sleep, Organic Just Tart Cherry is having a moment thanks to Tart Cherry's potential sleep-related benefits and potential to aid in muscle recovery when you get those gains like clues. We're seeing this in the viral sleepy girl mocktail trend on social media. R.W. Knutson has a whole lineup of natural juices with zero added sugar, so you can feel good about adding them to your wellness routine. It's all about celebrating those daily wins. Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice is made from tart cherries, which may help you get a better night's sleep because they have natural melatonin. R.W. Knudsen crushes only 100% real ingredients, so you can crush everything you do. Pick up a bottle at your local grocery store today. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. This is the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case. And this is Bachelor Clues. And this is Monday. So I'm sure many of you already know what that means. We are about to deliver a piece of entertainment, a piece of information so crucial, so incredible, that you're going to want to listen to it all. But to do that, you have to go to patreon.com slash Game of Roses and join us in the bottom of the pit. I love creating perfect pieces of entertainment. We don't have the algorithms to do it yet, so it's up to you and me, Pace Case. We are the only ones who can create a perfect, mm-hmm. flawless, 100% accurate piece of entertainment. That is what we're delivering today, just as we delivered yeah. for our last Patreon episode. Today, we are going to be doing something we like to call... Digging Deeper. Now, we understand 
that the podcast landscape of the Bachelor universe is a very crowded place, getting more crowded by the day. There's always a new mm-hmm. new person, a new player from our beloved game doing a podcast. There's new commentary on our beloved game from other people doing podcasts. And no human being has the time to listen to it all. But luckily, I'm no longer human. The dark energies... <laughs> of the pit have consumed me and twisted me into something less than human, more than human, I can't say, but certainly no longer human. So I have listened to them all. And on today's episode, Uh I am going to impart to you the 14 most important clips from all of the podcasts that have happened over the past two weeks. We are going to be giving you six clips from the July 12th episode of the Vial Files with Max Music, who was one of the musical performers this season in our beloved game. Nick Vial sat down with him and he has some very interesting things to say. We are going to be giving you seven clips from Bachelor Party with Juliet Lippman when she had Ben Higgins on her podcast last week. He reveals some incredible behind the scenes tea and he also talks about his own experience with the trauma that he suffered as a result of being a player and a lead in our beloved game and then we're gonna finish off this three-course meal with a little clip from a brand new (laughs) podcast in the bachelor universe jibber jabber with jpj (laughs) it has to be listened to that's all i have to say about it but uh i think you'll enjoy it so without further ado If you have ever listened to a Digging Deeper before, you know how this works. We're going to play a clip, and then we're going to come out of that clip, and we're going to discuss that clip and tell you about the context of it, tell you about the subtext of it, tell you about what's really being said here and what are the important things that you need to get out of these clips. So are you ready, Pace Case, for our first clip? Give me the appetizers. Here's the appetizer. The appetizer is Vile Files from July 12th with Max Music. (laughs) Here is the first clip. You guys got done performing. I was like, hey, man, I think you're, you're great. Uh, so, yes, I, I vividly remember that was iHeart. And uh, thank you for allowing me to say hello. It was an honor. And, and I had not watched the show then. So I did a reverse fanboy because over quarantine, I watched a lot of the ba- I hyper binged. Did you Bachelor. really? I had never seen the show. And the going thing is that I watched 23 seasons. Which no way. Which is insane. Wow. We all know how long they are. Some were uh, recap seasons, whatever else. But I went through all of yours. So I was like, I remember that time. I was like, oh my God, I didn't even realize how big of a moment that was from my life until like years later. And holy shit, Nick is awesome. Yeah, anyway. So wow. it was really cute. How did Max Music find the dark seasons? I don't think he did. Let's... For some context, okay, (laughs) Max Music was the musical performer on Katie and Justin's one-on-one date a few weeks ago. He has, right now, as of this recording, 871,000 followers on Instagram. So he's, to some degree, popular. I've never heard of him until this, but Mm -hmm. I don't think he found the dark seasons. I think when he's saying he watched 23 seasons, I think he means... Everything that's kind of available through just a simple Google search. So I'm assuming he means Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise. Maybe he throws in a Bachelor pad, maybe some winter games, whatever the case may be. He does describe what he did as a hyper binge. And I'm all for anyone out there and everyone out there watching as much of the document as they can get. I love an educated fan base, but I have to say... I have a little bit of a bone to pick. I don't believe this is a hyper binge, Mm -hmm. what he did. I think it's just a binge. 
Are you beginning a rivalry with Max Music? Not at all. I love Max Music. I love that he got to perform in our beloved game. He's in the fucking document. I love that he watched all these seasons. I love that he's a fucking super fan. And we're going to get to some other clips that are fucking mm-hmm. things he's done that are incredible. <laughs> Boots on the ground journalism. <laughs> it is. It literally <laughs> fucking is. But I just want to make the point. This is not, in my opinion, a hyper binge. Because one of the hallmarks of the hyper is that you're watching it at two times speed. And in case, in the case of our hyper binge, you're also meticulously recording every fucking, basically every word that's said by any player <laughs> throughout the history of the game. And you're pumping that shit into spreadsheets and getting statistical information out of it and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. He also calls it the, the going thing and says there were some recap seasons. So I'm like, okay, so he watched the GOAT episodes. I don't know. He's being very vague about it, and I want details. Maybe one day we'll be able to interview him and discuss it. Maybe we can even get him the Dark Seasons. Maybe we can force him to do an actual hyper binge. He can (gasps) check our data. We're going to give him our (laughs) spreadsheets and be like, (laughs) go through all this shit. We make Max Music watch the Dark Seasons (laughs) and take notes. (laughs) Listen. What have we become, Clues? I told you, twisted by the dark energies of the pit. That's what we are now. I don't know what we are, but certainly no longer human. But congratulations to Max Music for watching all this stuff, for for being really an aficionado of our beloved game on a level that I don't think most people are. But again, I, I must say, I must form this delineation. I believe what Max Music did was simply a binge. There was no hyper element to this binge. I just want to make that clear. That's all. I mean... <laughs> Watching that many seasons, I think to most people, I can see an argument that it's a hyper binge. You're watching a lot of Bachelor in a year, mm-hmm. which is a short period of time for most people to watch that much. I'll even go so far as to say it's a power binge. A super binge? Super, super binge. binge, sure. But the hyper part of it, to me, is the mm. condensing. Like, there is a piece of information you get out of doing it that quickly that you don't otherwise. You see things in a, a kind of temporal context. It really is like watching time-lapse photography of The Bachelor as it's evolving. And if you're not watching it at two times speed for, like, we were doing it, like, eight to ten hours a day every fucking day for two and a half months. If you're not doing that, yeah. you're, you are missing some of the information. You, I mean, there's simply no other way to put it. So, again, congratulations to Max Music for not only appearing in our beloved game, uh, watching all these seasons, having a conversation with the great one, Nick Vial. That in itself is an achievement that we will probably mm-hmm. never come close to, <laughs> just based on him blocking <laughs> we'll my see. meme account. Anyway, are you ready for this <laughs> next clip? Hell yeah. Here we go. I stayed on the floor. That was what was crazy because I stayed with the, the whole week with the guys. Oh, really? They put oh. me, my whole band was on another floor and I was on the actual floor, which was surprising to me. But they were also like, I'm there for seven days and like, oh, don't be seen. And, you know, like, don't ruin the surprise. So you would hear like the guys. I would walk around and I saw like, what's Connor on his ukulele walking around? And then I saw like Blake <laughs> working out outside. I listened on my, I was on the first floor and I would sit and look out of the mountains. Beautiful view. But one day, I remember when Blake got there because I didn't know who it was and the interview was outside of my room and I just sat there recording on my phone. I didn't leak it. Nobody needs to know. You but saw the I do have it, but I didn't see him. So I just listened to the interview for whatever. It was probably like 15 minutes. You have I was it? like, who? Oh, yeah, I've got it on my phone. 
just mm. sitting there. I was just like, who is this right now? And then when I find, he was like, I do wildlife. And I just kept, I almost had a game of like, who is this guy that they are bringing in the middle of the season? Was it the interview he had with like producers? Or the interview? With producers, yeah. Which was also, as a fan of the show, my first time hearing producers being like, what does it feel like to be the most hated in the house? And like all that kind of stuff. I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is juicy as hell, baby. Let's go. <laughs> uh, and it was amazing. Awesome. And then I would see, oh my gosh. Then I saw, now it's so funny in retrospect seeing the season because I'd see Hunter run past my room every day, like back and forth, back and <laughs> forth in a very short window and i was just like all right this guy's wind sprints he's just getting it in in this very short little narrow area and then now that i'm looking at this sheet it was definitely this andrew m guy where i have this classic i call it bachelor in the wild where i was sitting there and he just no cameras seemed very sad and was like looking out at the mountains so i just <laughs> like from a distance got it on my phone just like a little video of him just pacing in his so suit how much spy content I'm getting do no you have? i have so much because i was like when else am i ever gonna live amongst these this bachelors is, for seven days. So is, I, okay. What kind of contracts do you have to sign as a performer when you come into <laughs> our beloved game? Zero. <laughs> Apparently, or he's breaking all kinds of them. To, to fucking have video on his phone and recordings of like all the shit they're doing. I don't think the producers would be cool with that. No. I, <laughs> from this clip, I came up with like a, a, a theory, which is that I loved the idea that the production staff has no idea how Reality Steve has gotten spoilers for many, many years. And then it turns out it's just these glaring loopholes. They put all the musical guests on the same floor. (laughs) It's just all the celebrity guests. Someone's paying them to be like, you have to take video of shit on the show. Sneak it out to me. I need the spoilers. I mean... This clip to me was like, it was astounding for many reasons. One, that he's like probably breaking some kind of a contract that he signed that he may not even know about. Absolutely. Two, that that's like, he's just trapped in this fucking room and he's like hearing the producers and Blake and whoever talking and he sees Andrew Milkovich like fucking staring into this and he's like, I got to get this on video. I got to start fucking recording this shit. Like that is something definitely that like you or I would do if we were in the show on in any capacity. Absolutely. I definitely saw myself in Max Music's eyes. I also saw, felt a little bit of Charles' journal of being trapped <laughs> in the room, trying to figure out what's going on from sounds. I like the little insight into Milkovich's like sad story, like what was going on with him. He was like, "I'm supposed to be in the top four. It's not happening." I just couldn't fucking believe this though that he's like, "Oh yeah, I got all this fucking footage. I was doing all this shit." Nick Vial at the end of this clip is like, oh, wow. You can hear it in his voice. He's even kind of like, Jesus Christ, dude. I don't know if you should be saying this basically is yeah. the, the subtext of what they're talking about. But congratulations here to Max Music. He's got some astounding archival footage that I have to imagine very few people have stuff like this. I would love to hear it. Max Music, release the footage to Gore. Just put it on your Instagram. See what happens. Uh, are you ready for this next clip? Yeah. Blake is getting, I could, I, I, in a way, I'm almost envious because I did, I, I was fine with my edit on Caitlyn season, but they definitely yeah. because they, they let, they let it develop. They are throwing it in our face, mm. and I like Blake, but they are throwing it in our face that Blake's a good guy. Oh, how I love to hear the goat 
taking any opportunity to get back to his glory days. Here he's talking about Blake crashed a season and he's getting a good guy edit. And he's saying, you know, I'm a little jealous of that because when I crashed the season, I didn't get a good guy edit. He was turned into a villain pretty immediately. Mm -hmm. Uh, None of the other players liked him, but I just love that he's constantly comparing any play that's happening in the game to what he did and how he was either a victim back then and that doesn't happen now or he did it a little better or you know whatever the case may be i just love that he misses Mm. no opportunity to talk about his own glory days oh and it's it's great he's come to terms with his edit over the years like (laughs) why wouldn't why wouldn't he be okay with it like look where he is now of course about to be nominated for a podcast award alongside game of roses (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) i think that's something honestly that vial struggles with is this idea that he is who he is his podcast is as successful as it is and he's gonna have a podcast network and all of the success that he's had is because of the bachelor That is it. That is the only Mm -hmm. reason. None of this exists without it. But he also wants to ascend from that. He wants to feel like his podcast isn't just The Bachelor. So he gives dating advice and all this kind of stuff. He does have like kind of a foot in both worlds. And I think he's always, he feels a little bad about that foot that's still in The Bachelor world, even though it has to stay there or the other foot can't stand by its own, you know? Mm. Are you ready for the next clip? Bachelor Nation historically has vilified, whether directly or indirectly, people who show up late. It's mm. like, this is not how you're supposed to do it. And to almost counteract that, yeah. we're getting this, like these little drops of Blake's good, Blake's good. Tasha introduced, Tasha introduced him. Like it's, it's obvious that they're doing it. Yeah. And so that tells me that. It, it tells me something. Otherwise, if he was the runner-up or top three, I don't think they would be that worried about making sure we like Yeah, play. we like we, him. They would let us decide for ourselves, mm. and I think they are trying to shove it down our throat. Mm. A Nick Vial prediction of ring winner? Yes. And it's Nick Vial giving us some hardcore game analysis here in terms of how the third audience uses edits to manipulate us, the fourth audience, to make us think whatever. And so he's basically saying that if you crash a season, usually the show makes you look like shit. This season, they're making Blake look very good, and he knows there's a reason for that. Again, this is a little sour grapesing by Vial. He's like, I didn't get that good fucking edit. And he should have, by all rights, because he did make it to the the runner-up position. You know, He made it all the way to the final rose ceremony. Why wouldn't they have given him a good guy edit? I'm kind of on his side in that argument, but... Yeah, they gave it to Michelle Young. Yeah, that's true. And I just found this fucking fascinating. Anytime Vial goes into like gameplay analysis of this level where he's talking about the edit, he's talking about the construction of the game mm-hmm. and what that means, he always gets a little bit of these things wrong where he's like, usually Bachelor Nation hates you if you come into an edit and, or if you come into a season late. And in his mind, Bachelor Nation is the fourth audience. It's people who are watching the show. And that's just not true. It's like, you can do anything in the game to make Bachelor Nation feel any way you want. It's the producers who are actually making the, the importance of that either be positive or negative. It is the edit. So he's kind of talking a little bit in a circle here. He's talking about the edit, but he's not quite getting the producers are the ones who control what Bachelor Nation, in his mind, Bachelor Nation, in quotes. To us, Bachelor Nation is like anything associated with our beloved game you could be a player or a viewer all of that is bachelor nation at least in my mind but i just found this fucking interesting and uh 
this next clip that we are about to play is very fucking interesting. The shit that Nick Vial is talking about here, it really exposes his high-level understanding, even of the modern game. So, are you ready for this clip? Hell yeah. Shove it down my throat. Oh. That's what Nick Vial just said. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. If you want to hear this clip and our reaction to it and all the rest of the clips from Max Music's appearance on Vial Files, as well as a bunch of clips from Ben Higgins' appearance on the Bachelor Party podcast, and that is some very interesting stuff. Higgins basically talks about the detrimental effects being on the show had on his life, psychologically, his mental health, all that kind of stuff, and he really gets into some behind-the-curtains tea spilling of just how sinister the producers can actually be in setting up situations that are very clearly designed to make him have a nervous breakdown. And, of course, we have a little clip at the very end from JPJ's new podcast, Jibber Jabber with JPJ, which is a pretty funny one about the Dark Lord. So if you want to hear all of that, and if you want to get access to what is now probably around 25 hours of other podcast content, all kinds of videos in there, access to our live pregame shows every Monday at 4.30 p.m. PST, and then those videos stay up on our Patreon forever, so you can always watch them there as well. And we got a bunch of other stuff going on on our Patreon, Creatures of the Weekend, and there's a giant growing community of people down at the bottom of the pit with us that talk about this stuff kind of constantly. So, If you want to join us there, if you want to listen to the rest of this episode, please go to patreon.com slash game of roses and join us in the pit. It's the pit. You can get it in and dig around in all this content. It's the pit. Come on, admit you want to eat up all these tasty tidbits. It's the pit. There's room enough to fit. Everyone who wants to come in, it's the pit, you can get it in, and dig around in all this content, it's the pit, come on, admit, you wanna eat up all these tasty tidbits, it's the pit, there's room enough to fit, everyone who wants to come in, it's the pit. Now, you've heard me talk about Quince on this program before. I love Quince. I am right now, head to toe, dressed in Quince. I got their shirts, I got their pants, I got everything from Quince. Quince is my spot for quiet luxury without paying those luxury prices. Quince offers a range of must-have items like 100% European linen, under $50, luxurious mulberry silk skirts, and of course, Italian leather bags and 14 karat gold jewelry from, get this, $30. All their prices are 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And because Quince creates timeless classic styles that won't go out of fashion, you're going to have them in that closet forever, unless you wear them out, which I may because I literally wear them every day. I know you're wondering, how do they do it? Well, Quince partners directly with top factories to cut out the cost of the middleman, passing the savings right on to you and to me. 
What's even better, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium eco-friendly fabrics and finishes, so you can feel good about getting high-quality items that are going to last you longer. Upgrade your closet this summer with Quince. Right now, go to quince.com roses to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash roses for free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash roses we're coming out of spring and we're headed into summer it's a great time of year it's a time for renewal for me that means reconnecting with friends and family i haven't seen for a while and when i do i want to make sure i have plenty of wine on hand to celebrate with that's why first leaf is a great option. As America's most personalized wine company, First Leaf takes the worry and guesswork out of buying quality wines, especially if you're somebody like me who knows maybe a little bit about these things, but not enough, not enough to really make a great decision. They make the decision for you. To get started, you just answer some specific questions about your wine likes and dislikes on First Leaf's website. And these can be things that are about the people you're buying it for as well, if you're doing it as a gift. It only takes about five minutes to create your own personalized wine profile. Then you get your very own wine concierge who's going to use those responses to curate a customized selection of delicious award-winning varieties from rosés to sparklings and everything in between. It's all based on your personal preferences, on those questions you answered. These hand-selected wines are going to be delivered to your door within a few days with each bottle priced lower than what you'd pay at a wine store. You even get to choose when you get the wine. Plus, Every selection is backed by First Leaf's 100% satisfaction guarantee. And if you have questions about your wines, like what to pair them with, for example, First Leaf's personal wine concierge team is there to offer that expert advice. So it takes all the guesswork out. I love reconnecting with friends and family over bottles of First Leaf wine, and I bet you'll feel that way too. So give First Leaf a try. Head over to tryfirstleaf.com roses to sign up and save 50% on your first six hand-curated bottles plus free shipping. That's T-R-Y. F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash roses to save 50% on your first six bottles plus free shipping. Try firstleaf.com slash roses. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. <laughs> 